Learn how to alter your DNA. Expand your consciousness. Heal your body. Attain oneness. Sound, light, heat, vibration, and emotion. Changing us. Learn from the masters and grow wise. Hello and welcome back to Health in Action Live. This is Annette Blanchard, holistic health practitioner, bringing you 60 minutes of Healthy Talk Radio and planting seeds of possibility for change, for well-being, for restoring balance in your mind, your body, your spirit, all of your energy centers, because basically, as you know, everything is interrelated and interconnected. Today, we're going to talk about something that's called the winning zone. However, we're going to take a departure from what we traditionally might think of the winning zone because when we think about winning many times sports come to mind you know athletes competition the team which one rises to the top which one excels over another and one of the things that I observed when I was working at the university as a trainer that many high-level athletes seem to have a certain mindset you know for winning which seems to enhance their god-given ability if they didn't have that innate ability already their mindset could actually help take them to that next level and their mindset was kind of like to go for the gold never say die you know that type of an uh, attitude and that kind of a mentality and they had to like break away from their previous preconceived ideas and what they were capable of you know in order to maximize either getting on a team or being part of the team or winning and they integrated other things like cross training proper nutrition um, practicing rest recovery they might have learned new techniques to enhance their skill. They might have listened to their coach for a new perspective. But yet there was one other facet that's involved in winning. And if you've ever played a sport, I remember when I was younger, I played sports and I remembered I was never the best athlete. I was never the worst. However, there were times where I had this moment where I would quote unquote, get in the zone where everything seemed to just flow and I wasn't distracted. I wasn't uh, nervous. I played easily and effortlessly. And, you know, I got the ball in the basket and things just seemed to flow perfectly. And it was almost like I was a professional athlete. But the thing is, is I was never really conscious as how did I get there or secondarily, how could I get back there or how do you stay there? That's the key. But when I started working with people that had lost their health at an alternative um, cancer clinic and an alternative clinic, I also realized they were very similar to athletes. They both were willing to do anything to go for the gold or get well. Patients were, uh, you know, uh, interested in changing their lifestyle, changing the way that they were eating, integrating exercise, looking at things differently. But still, maybe there was still a roadblock that was preventing them from going to that next level of healing where they could really break free from the boundaries or the um, uh, prognosis, so to speak. And, you know, but yet every day, 
everybody seems to be running that marathon of life, you know, where you come up against a roadblock, where you're frustrated that you want to break free, that something's holding you back and you don't really know what it is. You feel unsatisfied. And these things also affect your health and your well-being. Maybe you're not happy inside or feeling fulfilled. Maybe you feel like you don't have a purpose. You're bored. Maybe you're struggling and you're blocked in some area financially, emotionally, spiritually, and you wonder, what am I doing? You feel like you're at your wit's end and you want to throw in the towel and you want to question everything. Sometimes this, when that happens, people look to other things. They look for anything to make them feel good or maybe make them feel numb and nothing at all. You know, maybe to just disconnect from alcohol, drugs, sometimes food, medication, you know, sleep, antidepressants, you know, any of these things pick your poison. Basically, healing is a a head game in the way that we look at it. So today, I want to invite you. It's an invitation to set aside any of your preconceived ideas and just be open to possibilities of a different perspective. Maybe you're at that crossroads of change and you want to know how can I break through that roadblock. Maybe you're interested in being awakened from a life of limitations to a life of adventure and unlimited possibilities and fun. And that's what this interview is going to be about. We're going to look into some of those hidden secrets with our special guest today. Because for over 40 years, people from all over the world have been pleasantly surprised by the outrageous results and life transformations that they've experienced while working with a true master of wisdom, and his name is Tilak. People who many, that many of us recognize, you know, like um, Wayne Dyer, that we think are the gurus and the people that we go to for higher learning where we're seeking knowledge. We've all heard of the movie The Secret and the people that put it together, you know, even those people and other celebrities have sought out T-Lock because there was something that they were missing that they just couldn't grasp that was more than just affirmations. It was more than positive thinking. It was more than there was something else they couldn't put their finger on. T-Lock is sort of like an enigma. And when you're in his presence, you can feel this energy open up a portable that's invisible to our five senses. And this is what his gift is. So when I try to describe and people have asked me, well, well, who's this T-Lock guy? And, you know, um, well, what does he do? And is he a teacher? Is he this? I find it very difficult to articulate exactly who he was and what he is. What I did learn is that he was born born in Sri Lanka. And even as a child, he displayed unique sensitivities that allowed him to recognize and acknowledge fields of energy and openings. And with that special gift, he started to attract the attention of many scholars and scientists that led him on this whole other journey. So when you look at his teachings, they may not have been traditional, but his results um, are... um, Uh, life-changing and they happen really quickly and many times we come up against those roadblocks so I want to welcome you to the program T-Lock I'm so excited to have you um, on the program with us to unveil a a possibility of looking at things in a whole new way thank you Anand 
Well, let's start out with first, if you were to describe, and in the event I couldn't quite articulate who is TLOC, how would you describe who you are and what it is that you do? All right. Well, uh, I have been here in USA a long time now. When I first came, I was just 20 years. Right now, I'm entering 76, 56 years. And during these years, I have encountered some very fascinating people. There are a lot of scientists and a lot of other uh, people in the entertainment business, everybody. But one other thing about, uh, you call it the winning song, Nana, is mm -hmm. actually I call it the zone of the flow. Zone the zone of the, of flow. the flow. Okay. So if you are in the zone of the flow, you are then moving towards the right direction. And that's one of the most powerful things to begin to in your in our life. Wherever you are right now, you are having a good time or you are having somewhat good time or the life force within you wants to fully open up and take you into a great place. But we have resistance, we have distractions, and there are various things that uh, blocks us or holds us from our full potential to experience the taste of life, the intimacy of life totally. So when you... But yeah, go ahead, ask me. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was about to say, so when people come, they come not back purely because they are doing bad. They have heard from somebody else or someone else how great they are doing after they came and saw me. So as a result, people who come to me are not because of their pains and suffering. They are already determined to have a different lifestyle. They want to have some other incredible energy. So that's what actually in one way I am doing. I am opening the zone. The zone is made out of five elements. When you say you are in a zone, any good time, you are with the five elements, earth, fire, water, air, and space. They are not the particles of the earth, fire, water. They are within us as currents, as energy, as thinking and sensing and feeling and opening, they are all going through us. And when these actually can come into a very powerful orchestra, then you taste life good, no matter whatever that has challenged and provoked you in life, you can change it. So this is one of the things I have done that in USA, in USA about nearly 50 years, when I first came, I was 20 years old, yes, over 50 it, years, yeah. You know, you talk about like turning points, you know, and when I think about, you know, your life and your experiences, and you had mentioned that, you know, when you, you almost died eight times, 
or were close yeah. to death and you had an accident in a bus where you landed up in a hospital when you were 21 years old. And didn't, yeah. did you mention that this was the time that you felt maybe this opening or tapping into this gift or this energy that you have? Uh, it actually came out at 21, but uh, who I am never changed since I was born. Since I was three years, I was able to play with the flowers, gardens, and other leaves, and various things with my fingers, and I can actually make them dance, make them stop, or I can play with the wind and in the rice fields, and various things I had a natural flow. And uh, when I was a little boy, I used to run out of the back door and uh, and purposefully I want to get lost. And then I will go into a, somebody's house or I will talk to somebody and they will say, oh my God, this baby is lost. I said, no, I'm not lost. Uh, then they asked about where I live. And when I say where I live, they freak out because they understand that's my father. My father was very famous uh, professor at the college, yeah. So, most important one was I was noticing the nature. It played me back with me. If you notice the nature, nature plays with you back, especially even as a child. And then you can develop sensitivities and others that come about in various ways. And all those things are very powerful ways how to play back with things. And that's you, very important to understand. When yeah. you talked about, um, I've, I've heard you talk about, you know, sensitivities. And when I listen to you talking about a child, and, and many times I've heard you make reference to being childlike, I think that when you are a child, you are probably more open to the wonder around you in nature. And maybe your sensitivities are more sensitive. And then as we yeah. kind of get into structure and we disconnect maybe from that of sensitivity. Course, of course, uh, there, there was a definite connection with my I, I was born in Sri Lanka. I was born to a very sweet family. My parents and everybody was very, very sweet. So they had a very powerful uh, impact in me. Uh, and my dad was a physics master. My mother came from a, a very uh, powerful Buddhist family. But what I'm trying to say is I had a very fascinating uh, uh, observation even as a child. Even as a child. I remember when I was maybe about third grade or something like that, I was uh, sitting on a chair at the middle of the living room. I was just sitting, but I put some cushions and put mother's saris, make it like a, some kind of a very powerful, beautiful uh, thing. And then I was sitting and my sisters and brother were fooling me. My dad came and asked, Silak, what are you doing? Are you, you are just sitting there, we observed for a long time, but what are you doing? So I told my dad, Dad, I am sitting 
and I'm thinking, I'm thinking. He said, what are you thinking, Tilak? He had a little smile in his face. He asked, what are you thinking, Tilak? Then I said, Dad, I'm thinking. What shall I think today? <laughs> I said to him, Dad, I'm thinking about what shall I think today? He didn't ask any question. He said, let Tilak be there as long as he wants, and then he can get up and go. But when I say I was thinking, I was seeing and sensing various possibilities what I can do today. I was thinking about so many possibilities. I was a little, very little boy at that time. Possibilities that will come. And uh, those possibilities and other ones led me into understanding later the game of chess, I, who, which I became a chess master and uh, in New York when I came here. But that's just a fun thing. That's not a meditation or a other one. But what I do is actually I bring about in people the possibilities they have never seen in the Texas. And that's a very pleasant surprise to many human beings. That's why I call the, uh, some of my work is known as the winning zone. Because they are in a zero zone thinking about I don't have this, I don't have that, and other ones. So when the zone opens, Zone first right now the zone we are is is just the earth. Earth is actually time. Time based on. Time based zone is actually based on one time, the future. From here to the future. Because you can't go and do any repairs in the past or you can't look back at the past. Past is gone. It's like a sunset. It's like a sunset is gone, but the sun is always rising. At the same time, somewhere there. So what I do is I get people's sensitivities to come into a very different level with some things I developed since I was a child using my fingers and breath and sound. And I can tap into them. Then, then their body opens. When the body really opens, then that's why I said I am thinking. If your body really opens, there is a tenderness in you. There's a tenderness. There is attraction. You are attracted by what is around you. You have affection. You have regard. You have admiration. And this can actually even go up to devotion just by sitting and following your breath. Just by sitting, nothing else, by following your breath. And that's a very powerful way. Of course, that can lead into igniting your element fire. Element fire is actually the hard drive, the heart engine. I mean, all the, our lives, all our human beings evolve by the hard drive going into incredible levels of energy, speed, and fascination. And uh, our hard drive, our Heart radiance, like a spark, like a light and a glow, it attracted ideas, thoughts, and everything to come together, and it captivates. It captivates the right energy, and that's how we actually gravitate towards discoveries, adventures, and 
all the things that we build in the world. Well, I mean, yeah, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I yes, I, I understand what you're saying, you know, um, but sometimes, you know, when people think about energy or the zone or time and space, you know, they may have like these little mini moments, you know, where they try to grasp or understand it in order to kind of, um, you know, get value. And then there's some people that, you know, will put it in a category and say, oh, this is metaphysical. It's like woo woo. And, you know, so they automatically put up this block, you know. So what about people that, are open and they're ready because one of the things I noticed you said is you almost have to have the desire to change, right? Which means that you have to be teachable and you have to like be willing. And you can sometimes be willing, but there's still some deep-seated block that's inside of you. What is the root of that block that holds us back? Most of the time, most of the time, the root of our block is what is called unworthiness. Unworthiness is not personal. It's in every human being. Unworthiness. Unworthiness doesn't mean it's an inferiority complex. Not at all. Unworthiness is very difficult to catch. Because it doesn't come and say, I am bad or uh, having a, some kind of a difficult problem. Or Unworthiness doesn't say you are bad or you are difficult. But this tells you, for you to have a great time in life, for you to discover and do a great business, or for you to marry a beautiful woman or a man, it says, not in your case. Not in your case. Unworthiness put a finger at you and show it to you and say, not in your case. What is that famous uh, movie? Uh, I, I forgot the name. Yeah, he said, "I am not worthy. I am not worthy." Like, yeah. So uh, it's a very powerful way. Unworthiness come and say, unworthiness say, doesn't say you are bad or you are weak. Cause unworthiness say not say. He specify and attack and say it's personalized. So then, actually, you are not able to really come out of it easily because it's your own mind that is being attacked and then you are not in a real state of uh, of wonder and this is a very powerful because we have holding patterns of habits and beliefs for a very long time holding patterns of habits and beliefs and well, then actually, uh, they are really, uh, they are really uh, holding us from changing our views or other things to come out. So we are somehow they're trying to prove we are weak and what we can do is very limited and a very powerful one. I want to mention in 1970s, mid-70s, uh, when the, I was in Philadelphia, then uh, Dr. Stan Groff introduced me to a, another very powerful woman. Her name was Dr. Fanita English. She was the co-founder of PA, 
TA stand for transactional analysis. I want to salute her even now. She is in, uh, she is now 103, right? She is 103 now. When I met her, I, I never asked her age. So she is always laughing at me because I never asked her age. How old is she like? But she did some incredible work with me together of breaking the holding patterns of people for several years. For several years. Dr. Funny Time, which I salute today too. So I mean the, I mean that's a very very powerful. If you can actually break your habit, change your habit, and then you are smelling a different fragrance that is coming in your life. That is coming in your life, you are smelling a different fragrance. What is that fragrance? That fragrance is the element air recognizing. It's a element air as a, not as a knowledge or a, not as a detective. Element air as awareness, as a realization, comprehension. It's a perception. When the element air can come that way, then it will ignite a fire in your body, radiant. So when you are in fire, you don't care about what happened in your life in the past. Then you are looking into the front with outrageous adventures in life. I have so many people, so many people who had, as you mentioned, Dr. Wayne Dyer was very close to me for so many years. And he comes to my home in Vegas and I worked with him very closely for about 15 years before he passed away. When he was very sick and passing away, I gave him a password called Three Blue Butterflies Crossing the Horizon. They said uh, he had that uh, at, the, at the final moments in his life. And also, you know, very powerful uh, energies with, with people like Rhonda Byrne, who came to my home and they were here for about two months building the secret, the, the document and the book and DVDs. They, 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 they smashed the beliefs of people and did so well because they, what they did was they showed that we can recognize and open the windows of the consciousness not the windows in your, in your, what do you call Karen? Uh, in your computers and other things. That's fine. But also we have transparency crystallized. We are spotless passages that you can never go without appreciation. And so I really uh, appreciate those people I have come across in my life. Where in many ways. But, but as you are talking, I want to really acknowledge uh, how I even came here. I even came here. I was not planning to come. I, was, I had an accident when I was 21, a bus accident. Double-decker bus coming from the left side. It hit my right leg. That sounds very bizarre. But uh, what happened was the bicycle passed the bus and turned around. And uh, at that time, I was, uh, it was very, very fascinating accident. All the accidents, you can call it good or bad, 
in every accident, there's some very powerful brilliance that is condensed in it. I mean, this is very difficult to understand because we have judgment against everything that is bad. They are actually also can be entrances to another dimensions and other words. In fact, that is the accident. I mean, of course, I had developed this sensitivity awareness, but I have right now since I was a little boy. But when the accident happened and I was bedridden for close to a one year, this one year became rather than agony and the sadness or the pain. One of the best years I ever had in my life. Because I was able to open my space, my bedroom, whole space open. And within two, three months, people were rocking into my room just to see. They were really appreciating what they were feeling there. And that was so fascinating. They were, what I do now is very different based on sensing and signaling. There are those days, it was like people come to my room and they were inhaling like laughing gas. There was no laughing gas, but they were, it was like the Beatles, the movie. Remember, there was a uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, yeah. <laughs> like the Beetlejuice, the movie, they come and I open my hand, they giggle and laugh and all kinds of, there was a happiness. So you're the tapping into a sense of joy, right? Sense of joy, yeah. Healing and transformation doesn't have to be in pain and sadness. In fact, I wrote an article, and that's one of the articles that won me to come to USA by Dr. J.L. Moreno, because I wrote an article and told him transformation doesn't need catharsis so inside. He said, who the hell is this young sprat who says, Transformation is not needed. Uh, catharsis said, uh, but then insight is not. I have to bring him. I was uh, offered about eight places when I decided to come. I went to the Moreno Institute, first place when I came. And they were very, very shocked by me. <laughs> they were very shocked by me and very happy by me. So now I, that's the, most of them uh, about at least five, five to ten years older to me. I was in my 20s. Is that where they that. did research and the scientists on you? Ah, no, no. They, they did the research at the SLN Institute in California. That's oh. with Dr. Tangroff and John Lilly, Mike okay. Murphy, and all of them, yeah. And early I was with in Philadelphia with Dr. McKenzie and other. He's the professor of psychiatry and Dr. Fanita English. They, they did actually incredible work. So for them to have me was like putting a little spice in their own recipe. So they allowed it. And that actually appears to open a very different energy to so many people. Well, you know, traditionally, you know, when people are challenged with these blocks uh, in their life to, you know, joy, uh, you know, fulfilling their life or whatever, you know, we think about the traditional route and, you know, or we think of like groups, you know, or support groups. And then sometimes people go year after year after year and there's no movement. There's no shift. 
And sometimes yeah. I, ha- I have a sense of uh, great frustration. Now, other people can continue and be satisfied with that, but there's a whole other category of people that we want change. We know that there's a block, but we it just seems out of our grasp, and it's not an intellectual, quote-unquote, uh, you know, like an instruction book thing like um, sports, or right, this is right. why you play the sport, or here's the technique, or something like that, you know, right. so we're talking and tapping into, like what you said, this whole other energy, a new way of thinking, a new way of being, a new way of perceiving, and um, what you're talking about is tuning into sensing. Sure. Actually, part of the whole thing is uh, uh, we are not able, we, we, it's, it's, it's really, uh, also the whole thing depending on you are bringing your family and everything that's happened, that and every way that is there. So for me, actually, this is a very important one. For me, actually, I felt like excitement as a child for no reason. It was attraction. It was uh, it was uh, making me wide awake. I became very aware and conscious, became sensitive, and became excited and activated various um, of my energy. And uh, so one time I remember I even, uh, I, I did some wild, outrageous thing. If any other kid would have done that, they would have been, in fact, uh, they would have been punished or misunderstood. I was never misunderstood by my parents. And that actually act very, very powerful. That was acknowledgement. So I felt like life has a, I felt like I was invited to life, and my family was the 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 chamber in which that invitation took place. So the, I took the invitation. If you can take like your birth as an invitation, then itself is a very powerful way. Because if you are invited, you are not invited to a party to have a bad time. You are never invited to a party to have a bad. And you can't blame the host and say. I dance only on Fridays. I don't dance on Saturday. You are invited for the party. That's the life. Life is a party. And then actually life gives you very powerful, various cocktails. But they are not cocktails for you to get drunk or to uh, go and go crazy. These cocktails the life provides is for you to experience a sudden wakefulness and attraction, excitement to life, and then bring about some kind of a very powerful recognition, detection, knowledge, from the unknown into the known. The, all the things when you are born, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. And as you are growing up, we matrix shift, energy, possibility, and safety, we go into it. So you know, one of the way they actually what happened was we take life for granted. No, you have to appreciate life. You have to appreciate that you are here. But also in order to truly 
recognize and bring about a change in you, you have to salute life. You have to acknowledge. You have to have reverence. Reverence to life. I mean, I know so many of my students, they wake up in the morning, they sit at the edge of the bed, they bring the hands together, either Buddhas, uh, either statue of the Buddha, most of them, and something, statue of Jesus. Or I know a couple of people who have, who have pictures of uh, Einstein and Steve Jobs uh, and uh, some of my friends. And they, they, that's their love of their heart. And that, that's very, very powerful, powerful just to have that. So it's very fascinating, actually, our life. Our life actually is outrageous. In order to really feel the outrageousness of your life, but you have to harmonize. You have to harmonize and clarify what can I do today? What can I do today? You have to see that way. You have to feel that way. What can I do today? Because challenges are already forming. They are about to come. Unusual, uncommon news to come or outstanding problems to merge or in anything, anything. So there are two things life asking you to do. Life asking you to practice the art of giving, anything, giving. And then life wants you to ask inquiries. Make inquiries. Find out, discover. Like when you are fallen in love with a man or a woman, what do you do? You actually want to have good time. Good time is not just making love, making love and then snoring afterwards. That's very boring. Good Good time is actually to be outrageous, asking inquiries from each other, not to actually kill each other, but to acknowledge and to evoke and to bring about a very pleasant surprise to each other. Each other has pleasant surprises. They are waiting to come out. And that's one of the things I have done that with so many people, so many people. Because the attraction itself is just a part of the flow only. Attraction is awakening, then you become aware, you conscious, you stimulate, you are inside. It opens your eyes around and wide away, but then actually attraction should bring about some very fascinating, outrageous, shocking, extreme surprises jolting surprises to your system. See, otherwise, life always falls back into a same routine, same way. And, and then, then it becomes are, boring, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it becomes boring. Life actually wants you to come out of yourself. Life wants you to come out every day in a different way. You every talk about... Um, I'm sorry. Every day do something different when you are going to the bathroom in the morning. Every day, different kind of a shower. I get people to do various signals in the shower, sing songs in the shower, talk to other people. They are far away. Even talk to those who you love, who are not living. 
in the shower, in the water. Talk to them in the shower. Because element water is very powerful conductor. And also it can engage you, acknowledge you, appeal in and give in to various things that you can never do otherwise without the element water. So <coughs> you have to open the day in the most outrageous way like this is so powerful. Not like this is the last day. There is no such thing called last day in your life. You don't know that one. The last, this is the beginning to the infinity of life. Every day is your beginning to the infinity of life. You are bringing out, you are energizing, you are arising, you are detecting, identifying, realizing all kinds of things. But the most important one comes out of provocation and celebration of your true presence. Provocation and celebration of your true presence. That actually means very simply, when you get up in the morning, are you saying yes to life? Very simple. Are you telling yes to life? I give my students various passwords and also I give them surfboard. These are emotional surfboards. When they are in trouble, they say that and they tap into it in their heart and it opens new openings. What you need to have is new openings. So they get new openings to come out. And that's very powerful. New openings are something like something is coming. Let it try. <coughs> Let it try. Let it come. You speak frequently, um, T. Lock, oh, about uh, the analogy of the ocean and surfing over the waves of consciousness and describing the waves as imperfection and impermanence and like uncertainty. Can you talk to us a little bit more about what do you mean by surfing the waves of consciousness? What you mean by surfing the waves of consciousness means you are giving into the life situation that is calling you today. You are not going to fight and resist. You are giving into the life situation. Somebody is actually trying to uh, trying to hurt you or do something. So, sorry. One okay. And then uh, life situations can come and you may not have the right answers. When you don't have the right answers, you can be honest and feel the truth in your heart. If you can be honestly having the truth in your heart, there is there is emptiness that can recognize you where you are. The emptiness. You have to actually drop everything rather than you are trying to think and show off or how I know how to run a boat and or else somebody will say I know how to clear the rooms and Whatever people will be saying, you have to come out of it. Come out of it. You have to say yes to something that you already know. Say yes to something that you know, that who you are. When you say yes to something that is real and very powerful, looking at the mirror, tapping the mirror, coming after the shower, 
go to the mirror tap the mirror with three fingers and they talk to the mirror and say something very sweet very sweet to including your name including your name say something very powerful and sweet and they it will back fire to you as a lightness and energy whatever you tell the mirror back fires to you as lightness and energy then you go into your work or do what you need to do but then that's where you meet the imperfection impermanence because the day is not set up for you to just way the way you want it to exactly happen the day a day has different energies different things that is there but in order to really have it number one you can activate an emotional energy not the physical energy you can activate the emotional energy that can come out of recognition acknowledgement and appreciation of what is happening to your life right now in your life right now there are so many things that is off and good but you can recognize and you can engage there's something fascinating happening to you happening to every human being that's not because they are good or bad that's the nature that's the nature in the nature every 9 billion people they have little fascination but they can't open it and bring about so that's the one that life is always is very very kind mother life is a great matrix so there is always a fascination within you a delight within you and acknowledgement within you and that will be a power of giving to yourself the element water the power of giving so if you are in the shower usually without just doing a shower rotate your hands one around the other let the fingers vibrate you will have a different shower you will feel a different charge because you are duty the exercise in the flow of the nature of life element water is one of the most powerful element and by rotating the hand you want to sing a song later that's different but do this and feel something very powerful very powerful and then at the very end before you coming out of the shower say your own name and say a few loving kindness words to yourself like you can say say your name is david you can say david you are going to have a great day today david you are going to meet a beautiful woman there are but eight davids we have okay they are all listening today <laughs> so anyway so that you can say anything very powerful like that and that's incredible and that also that, a way of us setting an intention and also building that self-worth that you said is like the underlying root a tool to i didn't understand pardon i didn't understand what you said dana Oh, I said that, you know, by doing, um, you know, setting your, is that a, a way or a technique or a tool to set your intention f- for the day that I'm going to be having a, a, a great day or, and when I look in the mirror and I look in the mirror with like sweetness and a kindness, because it's a, a way of acknowledging um, the worthiness and the value. 
no, you don't do that. That's so funny. That's what actually, <laughs> Is that my intellectual brain trying to go into analysis yeah, paralysis? No, <laughs> I don't want to uh, tell uh, that was done by very powerful group of people earlier. When they came, they dropped everything, including Rhonda Byrne and her team. They stopped telling all these things to themselves. All these things to themselves. When they were here, they were innocent. They, they asked the real playfulness, questions of intelligence. Because it becomes intention is time. Intention is time. Time will interfere with you because the whole thing is coming out of the heart. Whole thing is coming out of the heart. Whenever you have intention, that's not the heart. That's the mind. That's the you are trying to manipulate. You are trying to say something very nice to God or very nice to some powerful people. Feeling that they will understand, they will think you are trying to cheat actually with or without your knowledge. You are trying to say that's the politicians all the time do, or you said it, he said it. No, you are telling to yourself various things, but it's not true. It's not true. And the truth is actually, if you can find any way, whatever you want to get, you will you will attempt to. You will attempt to do things which are wild and crazy and dangerous. You don't normally do that because you are afraid you will get caught and go to jail or you will be punished by karma or whatever. A lot of belief systems we have. We don't know what the belief systems you have. Actually, some of them did not come from you. They came from your parents and parents, 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 various ways. But in order to have a good life, good time, you have to be outrageous. You have to be real. You have to be brave. You have to be brave and recognize. You have to recognize you are engaged in a very beautiful life. You have to realize, you have to understand, become aware, acknowledge, approve, and find honor in what you are thinking and doing. Find honor in what you are giving. Find honor in what you are recognizing. Recognizing that way will be recognizing your innocence. innocence. It is the innocence that works in all the great people that I know to become actually who they are. And then, when you are able to really be at ease, and, and if you can really break your boundaries of the mind matter and, and become awake, become awake and then become conscious, then your eyes will open into a very beautiful world. That is saying yes to life. That's part of my work is actually. It's called saying yes to life. Saying yes to life starts from the car that is you are starting without just just put the gear and damn like taking out of the garage like no. Go and just gently touch your steering wheel. Like a loving, like it is like a pet, you are touching your cat or dog. But very gently bring the hands together like a triangle at the very base. And then say something to your car and to yourself or anything. Or even have a little song or a little thing, whatever you can do. And start that way with a sweetness. 
sweetness is actually with the the really the key how to be outrageous how to actually be outrageous in life when you are sweet it brings about various parts and motion of all the elements to harmonize to synchronize integrate clarify and then put into order and arrangement so you can order right now you order is you are trying to prove or show something to somebody or you are trying to tell yourself you are okay or somehow other there's something not right happening so and you are maintain but you need to be very very simple truthful and that will open recognition detection awareness and perception in your heart and that's necessary that's necessary because you are here for adventure you are not here just for survival you are here you are born as a being like a baby during this passage of life you want to taste every possible thing that's possible but also knowing that still you have touch on the very little in life it is not the amount actually that necessary it is how you experience life so life is actually celebration always remember you are never invited for a party to have a bad time and you can never blame the host and say i don't ask on fridays on the saturday you can tell that but it's not going to work you are invited for the party to have a great time and this is life and that's why you have this beautiful body beautiful face and energy and everything and in this party it is not alcohol that is actually the or the taste buds and they are all available no party should sanction oh no no these are bad for people no it is out of freedom and choice you choose your choice to be in the right the five sacred laws that apply to the five elements they are beginning with number one freedom and choice and then the second one is non interference non interference is like the earth earth invited all the beautiful flora everything to come it was da 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 and people are question why the hell the earth invited poison ivy stone brick we don't want those guys so they are invited they are having a good time if you don't sorry about it okay if you don't sorry about it. and that's a non interference first freedom and joy they non interference third one is unconditional love unconditional love is so beautiful is love is attraction is seduction is inviting engaging fascinating but unconditional love is beyond acknowledgement and giving is unconditional love is beyond acknowledge and giving okay and that's very powerful to understand about about unconditional love unconditional love if you have when somebody challenge you provokes you or you are in any situation without reacting you will respond your response is actually is that so 
Tilak, we're almost coming to a close here, so I want to like uh, give you a little poke for the last <laughs> couple of um, points right, that you said, Karen. like four and five. Yeah. And what were the last um, two points that you said that were important? Oh, the last two points. I After unconditional love. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are two things you will see that in my home. I have models and everywhere. It says yes to life. Say yes. Put the big, nice, beautiful yes in your home. Saying yes to life. And the second one is actually one. Huh? The last second one? one. Yeah. First one is say yes to life. And uh, second one is. Ascending, okay. ascending. Okay, the okay. word ascending. All right, you are ascending. Ascending. Okay. Okay. For those of you that have tuned in, we are on the closing final few minutes of our interview with T Lock, and we were surfing the waves of wonder for a moment in time to, you know, unveil some of the, uh, you know possibilities uh, for looking at something totally different in a brand new way and tapping into the flow of life and actually saying yes to life. Um, T-Lock uh, provides um, personal sessions with people. He also does uh, retreats and um, other types of treatments. For those of you that want to learn more about T-Lock, you can reach him at tlakteranga.com T-I-L-A-K T-A-R-A-N-G-A dot com One more time for those of you that are slow writers T-I-L-A-K T-A-R-A-N-G-A dot com T-Lock, I want to thank you so much for spending some oh, time with you. us. Uh, it was very beautiful and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, I look forward to possibly, you know, exploring some other possibilities with you in the future and um, planting more seeds, you know, of wellness and health and well-being. And also they can go and read a book called Signaling that I have published by Amazon. By Amazon, okay, and you can go on yeah. to Amazon and look at the book Signaling. If you go on to the website, you can also see some of the things that he's published, the people that oh, he's yeah, worked with, all of that ever good stuff. Okay, uh, we are closing off on the final hour of Health in Action Live at BBS Radio.com backslash Health in Action Live. And um, every other Monday, we are broadcasting 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tell someone that you love them and have an awesome day. Bye for now.